This is the Kitzer of Sicha Beis in Parsha Nosai in Chelek Yud Gimel on page 20. So the Rebbe here is talking about a few Rashis in this Pasuk where it says, So Rashi here teaches the word of the, uh, the words of the Pasuk out of order. First Rashi teaches the end of the Pasuk. And Rashi explains, This comes to exclude Aaron Akain from hearing the Abisha communicate. It's only, only Moshe Rabbeinu that heard. So Rashi is explaining the extra words, that it's only, Aaron, that's only Moshe Rabbeinu that heard and not Aaron. But then Rashi goes back to the previous part of the Pasuk, and here Rashi explains, I would think this was a low voice, Tamad Loimar es Hakoil. The Torah says Hakoil, the known voice, the powerful voice. Who Hakoil shenid barimay besinai. This is the voice that spoke at Har Sinai. Then Rashi adds, Ukeshemagia lePesach. When the voice arrived at the entrance of the Oil Moyed, Hoyen Nifsak, the voice was stopped. It did not go out outside of the Oil Moyed. So again, Rashi here, it's simple, is coming to explain the word Hakoil. But the question though is, why does Rashi explain this Pasuk out of order? Why doesn't he explain Vayishma Sakoil first and then Vayadabarelov? And besides that, the, the beginning of this Rashi, Vayishma Sakoil, is interesting. Yochel Koil Namach. I would think to say that this was a low voice. Really? Why would someone think to say that? Why would that be this most logical thing to say that the Abish is communicating in a low voice? And also Rashi adds. When the voice arrived at the entrance of the El Mayid, it was stopped. How is that relevant to understanding the Pshat and the Pasuk here? So the Rebbe will explain to us over here the flow of these Rashis, and there's, there's a point that Rashi is making here. Let's see. So the Rebbe says, the first thing Rashi has to clarify is, that the Abish is communicating only with Moshe Rabbeinu and not with Aaron Akayin. And only following that is it necessary to clarify the Yishma Sakayil. Because once you know that the Abishah communicated only with Moshe Rabbeinu, and Aaron HaKoyen could not hear the words of the Abishah, what would be the simple and most logical conclusion you would say? Why did that happen? You would say probably there's some natural reason for this. And you would say that Moshe Rabbeinu we find earlier in Parshas Shmais that he was a very powerful, mighty person physically. And perhaps and that means that he also had very strong, sensitive and unique senses. And in this case, a sense of hearing. And therefore, what Aaron Akoyen couldn't hear, Moshe Rabbeinu did. And therefore, we would say that this was a low voice, and both Moshe and Aaron were present in the El Mayit. Aaron Akoyen was not able to hear, but Moshe Rabbeinu, having very unique sense of hearing, was able to hear the voice of the Ebishter. That's how I would teach the Pshad of the words, Vayishma Sakel, that the Pasik is telling me that Moshe Rabbeinu had a unique sense of hearing. So therefore, Rashi comes and clarifies after Rashi says that only Moshe Rabbeinu heard and not Aaron. Here Rashi comes and says, no, don't make this mistake. That's not what happened over here. It's not because it was a low voice. You may have thought logically to conclude it was a low voice. So now Rashi clarifies that's not the case. It was actually a powerful voice like the voice that the Abish just spoke at Har Sinai. And the reason Aaron Akain didn't hear it, it was a pure ness. They were both standing in the same place with a booming voice of the Ebishta speaking and only Moshe Rabbeinu heard it. That's the Chiddush of the Vayishma that only Moshe Rabbeinu heard this voice. But now the question becomes, if the Ebishta's voice was really so powerful 
and there was a nest that Aaron didn't hear it, so then why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to come to the Elmaya to hear the Abishah speaking? If the voice is so powerful, then the Abishah's voice could go out of the Elmayid, and wherever Moshe Rabbeinu is, he'll hear the voice of the Abishah. Anyone else will not hear it, just like we see here the miracle was that Aaron Akain didn't hear it, so no one else will hear the voice. So why is it necessary for Moshe Rabbeinu to come inside the Elmayid? Therefore, Rashi adds, and that's why Rashi is, has to add this point here, that the voice was stopped at the entrance of the, of the oil mayid. Moshe Rabbeinu had to come inside the oil mayid because there was another nest that happened that outside of the oil mayid, the, the voice of the Evisha didn't carry on over there. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu came inside. Rebbe explains on a deeper level, what's the reason for this? What's the reason for this miracle that the voice remains inside the oil mayid and doesn't go further, doesn't come outside? You know the Ebesha doesn't perform miracles for no reason. So the Rebbe says that this itself, the explanation to this is seen in the words of Rashi. That Rashi identifies the voice of the Ebesha here as the powerful voice by Har Sinai. So we could look at Har Sinai, the Ebesha, the voice that spoke by Har Sinai, to understand the reason why the voice remains inside the Elmayit. Just as in the case of Har Sinai, the voice of the Ebesha was extremely powerful. But when, when, when Matan Teira ended, the voice was stopped. And as the Pasuk says, that there was a shayfer that was blown, and that was an indication that the Shekhinah was removing, and the voice was being stopped, same as, and, and the same as over here. Over there it's in time that the voice of the Ebishter was stopped and didn't continue in time. And over here it's in space, that the voice of the Ebishter stops at the entrance of the Mayid and it doesn't continue outside of the Mayid. What's the reason? So just like the Matan Teireh, the reason is obvious. If the Eivishter's voice of Anoichi Avaya would continue, so then there'd be no place for any independence of a human being to serve the Eivishter. There'd be no space for a person to make his own free choice to serve the Eivishter. So the same thing over here, if the voice of the Eivishter would carry outside the Ayol Mayit, even if nobody would hear it, but Meishar Rabbeinu would hear this voice, then the whole world outside of the uh, outside or wherever place the voice of the Abisha would reach outside of the oil mayid would be called an oil mayid. The oil mayid is, is this unique holy place and called the oil mayid because it's a place where Moshe Rabbeinu hears the Abisha speak to him. If the voice of the Abisha would come outside of the oil mayid and Moshe Rabbeinu would hear it there, then you would have this revelation even outside. And if that's the case, it would also negate and not allow for pchirachavshes for anybody to choose on their own to connect to the Eibishter because they would be overwhelmed by this great revelation and the presence of the Shekhinah in the place that they are, which is the Oyel Mayid, wherever they are, because the Eibishter is speaking there. Another important point, the whole purpose of creation is Dira B'Tachtayna. If that's the purpose of creation, so then we have to have an entity of a Tachtayn, of a world that's low and far, so to speak, from the source. And here, a person with his own Aveda works on revealing and bringing the voice and the words of the Eibishter into the world. That's the whole purpose of creation. So therefore, the, uh, the voice of the Eibishter has to remain inside the El Mayed. This, the Rebbe says, is the lesson to every individual. That a person has his Aveda that he does in the El Mayed. That's inside the tent of Teira, where a person learns and unifies himself with the voice of the Eibishter. And a person may say to himself that I'm okay right over here. This is perfect. Why should I bother with what's going on outside of this tent? Why should I bother looking at what's happening with my body, with my Nefshah Bahamis, with my portion of the world? I'm here. I'm inside the tent of Teira, overwhelmed and completely surrounded with the voice of the Eibishter. 
So here the Torah tells us that the Aveda of all of Klal Yisrael, of course there is the Moshe Rabbeinu within every Yid, which is inside the Oil Mayid, but the main Aveda of a Yid is outside the Oil Mayid in the world, in, his, in the space of the world, to bring and repeat the words of the Eibishter in, in the entire world, to make the entire world a Dira Omishkan Lo Yisbarach.